You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Vishal Betty, Chief Information Officer for DHL Global Forwarding. In today's highly competitive industry, digitizing your supply chain is a necessary step to stay ahead of an innovative and disruptive logistics landscape. From improving efficiency to more comprehensive visibility, new technologies are helping to make the digital transformation not just easy, but inevitable. Vishal Betty, Chief Information Officer for DHL Global Forwarding, gives us his take on the current and future impact of digital transformation. Joining me on the Inbound Logistics Podcast today is Vishal Betty, Chief Information Officer, USA for DHL Global Forwarding. Vishal, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Thank you. Uh, welcome. Uh, before we get started, we're going to talk about digitalization, but could you give our audience a quick tour of your work in the industry thus far and maybe a little bit about what you're doing with DHL today? Okay, sounds good. So I'm the uh, CIO for DHL Global Forwarding US. I started my career quite technical. I have a bachelor's in computer engineering, master's in computer science, and then eventually got my MBA as well. But I initially started as a software engineer, developing process automation systems and uh, hotel reservation booking systems. Uh, I eventually moved into management consulting for approximately seven years, where um, I implemented large-scale ERP systems globally for a wide variety of customers, wide variety of industries, from financials to manufacturing distribution, supply chain, CRM, etc., but this is where I, you know, I built pretty deep expertise in the supply chain area and moved um, you know, into higher leadership positions. I joined DHL in 2004. Uh, it was initially to build the uh, logistics IT department for DHL. Uh, I subsequently headed um, IT product management for uh, DHL's customer-facing solutions and built their uh, next-generation EDI customer gateway, uh, driving pretty significant transformations in that space. Uh, I then moved into a completely different area on the operational side and headed um, IT infrastructure and service management for the Americas region, uh, driving large-scale transformation and optimization for um, various run services from data centers to telecommunications, support, vendor optimization, etc. Uh, I had an interesting opportunity to then run a very significant digitalization program for uh, DHL Global Forwarding globally, where we rolled out a system to move from a highly paper-intensive operation to a paperless operation. It was something we rolled out to you know, over 120 countries. And then um, moved into the CIO role um, approximately two years back, and I'm driving now um, pretty significant agenda in terms of modernization and simplification for our IT landscape uh, and also running several digitalization initiatives in support of our division. Excellent. Thank you for that. Now, you touched on digitalization, which is what we'll be talking about, but on the macro level, why is digitalization important? Well, I think, you know, in this day and age, digitalization is, is a necessity to remain competitive. You know, back in the day when, uh, you know, we went through the whole dot-com boom, you know, we would talk about brick-and-mortar companies and online slash digital companies. But frankly, in this day and age, you know, every company in some form or fashion is digital in nature. 
And that's because, you know, every company and, and every customer is looking for the next level of efficiency, productivity, you know, the customer experience, personalization, developing new business models. In our case, you know, our customers are looking to be much more efficient and have much more predictable and dynamic supply chains. But at the end of the day, this is all driven by technology, data, and automation. And, uh, you know, with a lot of advancement in technology and new capabilities, you know, now available, uh, you know, we've truly reached now, I think, an inflection point uh, where technology has become not only an enabler, but, you know, a point of competitive advantage for companies. And, um, you know, customers are demanding it. Competitors are leveraging it. It is, uh, you know, a source of, you know, business disruption from players that are even outside, you know, your traditional markets. And this is why, you know, companies need to focus, you know, in this area because, you know, this is what is, is needed to be successful and relevant in, 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 in the current day and age. Okay. What about specifically for the freight forwarding industry? Why is it so important that, uh, you capitalize on the opportunities of digital transformation. See, our industry has has been a very traditional industry, and frankly, it has been slow in terms of technology innovation and adoption. It's a highly complex industry. It's fragmented. Uh, there's a lot of rules and regulations to contend with as far as you know international trade is concerned, uh, and as a result of that, it's 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 frankly quite inefficient. You know, it's characterized by you know, lots of manual processes and paperwork. And, you know, with new now technology capabilities, you know, being available, um, frankly, the industry is, is ripe for, you know, innovation and disruption. And, and the pace at which that is happening is, is accelerating quite dramatically. And, um, you know, I think for companies like us and anybody that's in this industry, uh, this is, you know, now creating new opportunities as far as, you know, efficiencies, you know, improving customer experience, bringing in innovation, driving disruption. And therefore, you know, it's something that really has to be in front and center of, of our agenda. All right. Speaking of that, with DPDHL Group, what is your situation there regarding digitalization and digital transformation in general? So uh, we've actually started this journey um, several years back. I mean, we've recently launched our 2025 strategy. And in that strategy, digitalization is, is a central theme. I mean, so this is the, the amount of importance we, we place on this particular topic. In fact, our tagline uh, you know, for our 2025 strategy is delivering excellence in the digital world. Uh, so it is definitely, um, you know, high priority for us, not only within the division, but the group as a whole. But our journey, frankly, started several years back. And we have developed a very clear and focused approach, very clear roadmaps, uh, you know, in terms of this journey. And frankly, um, you know, it is really paying a lot of dividends for our organization. Uh, from a group level perspective, you know, as part of the announcements that came out for our 2025 strategy, you know, we've made a commitment in terms of a $2 billion investment in terms of digitalization over the next two years. And we expect, you know, at least $1.5 billion run rate optimizations year, in, year over year beyond 2025. So, I mean, you can just, through that, you know, get a sense of the magnitude of, of what we are talking about. 
But um, I mean, I think the key thing, uh, the, the key points for us um, with regard to our journey is for one, you know, there is support from the top levels of our organization. Uh, it's front and center as a key priority. And this not only helps drive kind of the agenda in terms of, you know, the focus and, you know, the execution, but frankly, it's this culture of uh, digitalization that permeates through kind of the rest of the organization because not just about the technology itself, it's how you execute it, how you implement it in scale, how you can uh, reap the benefits uh, and realize that uh, over time, and how you can then adapt the workforce to, to think and operate kind of with this new mindset. And it really starts with, you know, the support from the top levels of the organization. When we look at digitalization, we look at it from a couple of different perspectives. We look at ideas uh, that will help drive incremental improvements in terms of our current operations. So leveraging technology to make things better, to make it more automated, to make it much more efficient, right? And so these are really kind of incremental improvements. But then we also look at this from you know, more significant business disruption and, you know, from ideas where, you know, that we should be looking at and promoting and executing where, you know, we would potentially disrupt our business before anybody else would, right? Or create new business opportunities or new business models where they don't exist today. So we look in at it from both perspectives. Um, we have uh, definitely kind of a, you know, a very good blend from, in terms of a top-down and a bottoms-up approach. Uh, from a group level, we have identified some key areas um, of, you know, where we feel there are these significant enablers in terms of technology that will help take our, um, our business model and organizations to the next level. And through that journey, we have found... Um, competency centers that focus in these key areas and support various projects across all the divisions. And whether this is IoT or APIs or data lakes analytics or robotics, you know, these are competency centers that we've established that are running various initiatives across our divisions. And it's being done in a very harmonized way where there's, you know, knowledge sharing, there's best practices, there's leverage of repeatable components so you know we're not reinventing the wheel every time you know we have to initiate a new project in that space uh, so that's more the kind of the top-down approach but i you know I, I think the key for us has also been this focus from a bottoms-up perspective because the best ideas in digitalization you know typically come from the countries and the operators that are sitting in the stations and are working through these issues and are contending with the challenges on a day in and day out basis. And we want to be very open to that. And we actually want to promote it through our culture, you know, through this, you know, very entrepreneurship mindset. And I, you know, we have a really good model that allows us to do that where we, you know, take these ideas, we harness them, we get the support structures in place, you know, to be able to execute these. Think about it as really as kind of the startup concept within a big organization where you can take some of these ideas and kind of, you know, help develop it, you know, provided there's a good business case and you get, you know, funding, you get marketing support to help drive these to fruition. So I think we've got a really, really good blend of these two approaches. And, uh, you know, we, we do see, you know, some significant benefits from that, uh, that, that, we, that, that we are able to realize through this journey. All right. Uh, touching on those benefits, what about, what kind of benefits uh, will DHL Global Forwarding see from digitalization? 
See, for us, it's all about automation. It's all about enhancing the customer experience. It's all about competitive differentiation. And when we talk about automation, you know, we're talking about getting to this next level of efficiency, accelerating growth in our core businesses. It's, you know, talking about you know, us being more profitable, right? And, um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, with the investments that we have made and will continue to make, we do expect to see very, very high levels of productivity efficiencies through uh, the leverage of some of these technologies. In terms of the customer experience itself, our customers at the end of the day are looking to be able to, you know, have this very enhanced experience, so have this ease of being able to transact with us you know, we are looking to automate and drive digitalization in every channel and every interaction that our customer has with us and to provide this very superior experience. And this is not just in terms of actually, you know, the experience in terms of how they work with us, but also now enhancing that to additional capabilities because, you know, customers view us as thought leaders in the supply chain space. They are looking to improve their supply chains. And they, they look to us for this expertise. And we are, you know, wanting to drive that through better data, through better analytics, through better insights, because we do have a lot of data. We have a lot of data in support of our customers, but we have a lot of data in support of the overall enterprise. And through harnessing that value from that data and unlocking that potential, there are some these deep insights that we are, you know, we we are able to derive that we can then apply, you know, in a more advisory perspective to our customers and help guide them through their supply chain problems. At the end of the day, you know, uh, data is now the new gold, right? And, um, and, you know, we want to be able to harness that potential and, and provide, you know, these additional value-oriented services for our customers. I want to touch on the customers a little bit later, but you talk about a lot about uh, accelerating uh, the transformation. Does DPDHL Group have a clear framework in place for uh, accelerating that process? Uh, yes, we do. I mean, it's it's a pretty structured approach. You know, I talked about um, you know this top down. Um, you know, with this very high level of management support from a top leadership perspective, the ability. Um, or, or the competency centers and, and uh, the incubators, you know, for, for new ideas and new innovation uh, that is coming into the organization. But, you know, I think for us, it also, and, and, you know, this is all really fancy, right? I mean, there's a lot of good hype and technologies <laughs> out there, but um, it all starts with, you know, sometimes the basic blocking and tackling. And I think that is where we have put a lot of our initial focus in. Uh, especially within my division, uh, rather than boil the ocean, we've gone with a very deliberate approach. And so, you know, we first started with you know, looking at our IT landscape and saying, okay, you know, where are some key areas that we are lacking? And, you know, what are some of these key technologies that we can bring in to drive, you know, specific value in these, these areas? And through that journey, we've run some, um, you know, very large-scale global projects and I kind of have, have perfected this art of being able to implement these new technologies at scale and to be able to realize benefits from it. So, you know, some examples are, as I mentioned to you, this, um, you know, the initiative we ran to move into a kind of a paperless operation. We are very, very paper intensive just in terms of an overall industry. And, you know, through technology, 
you know, we've driven our organization to be this very, um, you know, to into a much more paperless oriented uh, operation. We've looked at automating, uh, you know, a lot of our milestones and timestamps because at the end of the day, our customers are looking for this high quality of data. We've looked at our customer portal and have looked at enhancing the end-to-end the -end customer experience and completely modernizing, you know, the look and feel and, you know, how customers interact with us. These are some examples of some very, very specific initiatives that we have driven that what I would really call are more value-added um, services around our core. Our core, at the end of the day, is our transportation management system, and there is you know, high complexity in the core. But through the, the, the knowledge and the learnings from these implementations, then you know, as the next step, we have now addressed the core. And, and that you know, we're taking kind of into this next generation in terms of modernization, simplification, automating. Because at the end of the day, that IT infrastructure, the core with some of these value-added services around it, form the foundational block um, for you know, our digitalization agenda. But we didn't stop there. We said, okay, you know, we've, we've now got the experience to run some of these projects at scale, harness the benefits. You know, we are now addressing you know, our core and modernizing it. But then we've gone and looked out externally and said, okay, you know, where are some key areas where, um, you know, there is um, there's value to be had? And this is where we've now focused in IoT to drive, you know, high levels of automation in our operations. We've looked at APIs to have much more easier connectivity within our enterprise and our customers. We've looked at data and analytics. And have made investments, you know, in terms of this data lake to harness all this data that we have within the organization and develop, you know, deeper insights through that. Uh, we have looked now into artificial intelligence uh, and have made investments in that space again to drive deeper insights and automation. We've moved into robotics and, you know, specifically into technologies like RPA to be able to drive high levels of process automation. And that journey will continue, right, as new areas, you know, get available and having, you know, more of view into kind of, you know, the five plus years horizon, uh, you know, we, we, we want to be in the front end of technology and help drive that, bring that innovation in support of our organization. Okay, so on the customer side of things, you mentioned it before about improving that customer experience. How else will this impact your customers? Uh, what are they going to see on their end? Uh, from a customer's perspective, you know, at the end of the day, what the customers are looking for is, number one, they want reliable service quality. Number two, they want this great customer experience, right? Um, number three is, you know, of course, you know, price and cost is always very important. And, you know, they're obviously looking for, um, you know, very, you know, aggressive rates. And that is, you know, we're always challenged as an organization as that, you know, but for, from our perspective, that drives to, you know, being much more efficient in terms of our operations. And lastly, they're looking for better data so they can make more proactive decisions in terms of their supply chain. You know, back in the day, you know, it was all about moving freight now it's not only you move freight, but you actually move information and data. And that is equally important from the actual physical movement of goods. And this is, you know, the expectation that we have from our customers. You know, digitalization delivers on all of this. I mean, it supports, you know, these needs and it actually will help us deliver to this customer promise. 
what we see, um, you know, as time has progressed, you know, supply chains have become much, in, you know, more lean, much more mature. They become much more nimble. The name of the game is, you know, to keep inventory at minimal levels because, you know, it's a high source of cost for organizations, right? Um, and so there is, you know, now a high level of importance in terms of, you know, doing very accurate planning and optimization in terms of these moves that happen internationally. There is a high degree of focus on understanding potential disruptions before they occur and to be able to proactively manage that uh, because, you know, it has pretty deep implications for our customers. You know, things get disrupted and, you know, given how lean and nimble these supply chains are, at the end of the day, the customers look to us to manage this on their behalf. And this is what, you know, we, um, you know, through our digitalization agenda are looking to support the customers more effectively with. Okay, awesome. What other trends are you seeing? Well, apart from, uh, you know, some of the, you, you know, technology um, enablers that I already talked about, which is robotic process automation, you know, IoT, Internet of Things, API, uh, artificial intelligence, which are really very current topics, I think, for any organization, right? And this is where you know, you see a lot more maturity um, in terms of the, the technology and, you know, the offerings out there and, and, and a much more um, higher uh, benefit realization. Um, there is, you know, kind of this next iteration even beyond this, you know, the, the few um, technologies that I just talked about that we are also keeping uh, an active eye and uh, a view on. Uh, in terms of the uh, the future. And so some of these key areas, at least in terms of our industry, are robotics. Um, it's not highly relevant for freight forwarding yet because you know, unlike you know, traditional supply chain industries where things are much more repeatable, predictable, you know, ours, you know, our environment is much more different. But there are several use cases where uh, you know, we see um, as the technology matures in robotics, um, you know, it could be very interesting for us in terms of automating, especially in, in terms of how things flow within our warehouses and our freight stations. So this is, this is something that we are actively working on. Uh, the next one that I'll talk about is 5G. Uh, so 5G, not in itself, I think, but it is going to truly be an enabler for IoT uh, because with the speeds that are being talked about for 5G, the latency, uh, the scalability aspects, uh, you know, it is really going to unleash now this proliferation of IoT sensors and devices for a much more smarter and connected world. And we see big implications of that um, for the freight forwarding industry. And this really is, you know, taking kind of this, you know, our, our you know, IoT approach and the current technologies really now to the next level. And we believe 5G will, will enable us to do that. The next one, I think, uh, which is very interesting, and there's a lot of buzz in the industry um, in general, is blockchain. And we are definitely late to the party because, you know, a lot of other industries are using it and leveraging it in a, in a much more um, effective way. But in our industry, given the high level of fragmentation, it's really going to take some big players to make some moves so we can set up this much more connected ecosystem of customers and forwarders and partners and ports where, you know, everybody will publish their data and depending on your privileges, you know, people will get to see 
uh, information in a much more real time, much more secure basis. I mean, I think our industry will evolve uh, into this, but it's definitely several years back. Um, we, we, you know, we are making pretty uh, significant inroads and, in, you know, into this space, you know, just, just um, playing around with the technology and, and, you know, assessing the potential, but it will take a lot larger ecosystem of partners really to kind of get this to the next level of maturation. And I do personally do see that a lot of the players that have flourished within the freight forwarding industry based on the inefficiencies of the industry. And a lot of these are tech players that have, you know, now created services where they hide the complexity, they simplify for the end customer and they deal with the complexity through technology. Those, you know, will diminish over time as blockchain becomes more relevant. And for companies where, such as us, where the people and the network is much core to our business, I mean, frankly, I, I feel this is this is really going to be a, a you know, great um, um you know, great technology for us to further progress uh, and benefit from. And then the last one, which is much more, I think, sci-fi and futuristic, which, you know, I would like to touch on is this concept of digital twin. It's like way out there, but it's really this concept of how you take a physical world and make a virtual representation of it. And then now that you have this virtual representation through sensors and data and AI and very advanced analytics, you're able to simulate on that virtual world and be able to predict outcomes on the physical or drive actions on the physical world. Kind of a very advanced concept, but think about it like very smart warehouses where you can say, if I have five more trucks that show up, you know, what does it do to my warehouse? And what if I had three more people here? You know, how does it, how does, how, how does it play out in terms of the operation? So this is also an advanced concept, you know, leveraging IoT, machine learning, AI, which is, you know, out there in the future, but holds good promise for us. Wow, a lot of really interesting information there. Uh, where can our audience go to find out more? Uh, to learn more about uh, our organization, you would go to www.dhl.com. Excellent, Vishal Betty. Thank you so much for all that information, and thanks for joining the podcast. Have a great day. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.